What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Knowledge Boner Experience. We are back. Dylan Starr here. And my co-host, Wally Wynn, is actually finally back. Wally, you've been, like, off the map, bro. What's going on? Dude, just busy. Busy doing all kinds of stuff. You know, <clears throat> last couple of weeks here, been back and forth, uh, you know, traveling a lot. Um, I'm about to actually hop back in the car and travel again tomorrow uh, to over to Houston. Got some client stuff over there. Um, doing another event. So, but this time I'm doing the AV, Dylan. So this, <laughs> this guy, I'm doing a different job again. Mm-hmm. You know, so for you guys don't know what AV is, it's audio video, running soundboards, that kind of stuff, doing music cues. <laughs> Man, many talents. It's funny, we, we were just, me, me and everyone on our team over at Team Live Rich, we were, we were joking, uh, joking about you because Joey's like, dude, like Jake and Wally, he's like, Wally especially, man, like, like they, they do a lot of shit. I don't know how they balance their schedule, but like, it's like every time I talk to them, they always, they always have more stuff to their plate. <laughs> like, Wally, Wally's a man that has his hands dipped in like so many things. Like, <laughs> wanna, I feel like, I feel, I feel like if I ever went to like the city of New York or something and then just ran into like a mob boss, they'd be like, oh, bro, I know Wally. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> you're, you're, you're Dylan Starr. We know you. We know who you are. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. No, I just, you know, it, 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 it just, I've done so many like random jobs in my life that, uh, that it just made me like that. You know, like I've, I've literally done, I've done pretty much any job you can think of. I think, I think I, I've done at least some kind of, if not the exact job or role that, that is similar to your job. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just one of the things. And it's cool because, you know, a lot of people like they, they think that the only way you can make money is, is with a job, you know, J O B, mm-hmm. right? But it see, but you know, you know, as you as you kinda of found out knowing me, like there's so many ways to make money. Dude, like I like I and yeah. I will figure out like the monetize whatever skill set mm-hmm. I got. And if it happens to be, you know, something as simple as running a soundboard, you know what I mean? Like, okay, like I'll do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that kind of is gonna segue to a really you know, really good topic, which, you know, if you guys know, it's the topic of today's episode, right, is, um, you know, acquiring assets. We've, we've talked a lot on this podcast, um, especially if you've been following along this journey. If you haven't, by the way, if you're brand new, uh, highly recommend you start from the very beginning just to kind of just to kind of see where me and Wally were at, like a long time ago. Um, so you can just kind of follow along, see, see how we got, to, you know, from point A to point B, where we are now. And, you know, over this journey, we've talked a lot about, you know, the importance of, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur, developing skills, the importance of like just being like laser focused and building something up. Right. Um, that's like phase one. Right. And and we're at the kind of the pivotal point where we're ready to kind of jump into phase two, which is cool because we get to share all the shit that we do with with you guys. Right. That's what this is all about is sharing our journey. And. You know, if you read the book, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, follow people like Robert Kiyosaki, um, you know, they, they start talking about, you know, multiple assets and building cash flow, which is pretty cool because last night, me, Wally's brother, uh, some people from our team, you know, we got on the game cash flow. Uh, if you guys haven't played that game, fucking awesome. Um, but you kind of get to see where you're at in real life. And and funny story, actually, Wally, um, we were we were just on and I was talking to Stoli one-on-one uh for those who are listening you know we had Soli on the podcast he, he does like agency work and he's like yeah you know i'm about to acquire some uh some extra revenues extra income and i'm thinking about just paying off um a bunch of my credit card debt 
And then I stopped him and I was like, why? And he's like, he's like, what the fuck do you mean? Why? I'm like, why would you take all that money and just pay? I'm like, how much debt are you talking? He's like, well, like 5,800 bucks and like one card, you know, and, and, you know, just pay down zero. And I was like, bro, you really need to play cash flow. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm like, dude, like if you take that money and just make the minimum payments, but you, you put that money into something that's going to develop you another stream of income. When you build that stream of income, like, dude, the debt's going to be irrelevant. You'll be making so much money per month that like, who cares? Like, sure, you'll, pay, you'll be paying some interest, but who the hell cares? Because I, th- I thought about when I played with uh, Tyler how he went bankrupt in the game. And I've never seen that before. But now that I think back, Tyler was paying off all of his fucking debt. <laughs> and it's this trap. And what he said that was interesting, Wally, is he goes, dude, like, I went to school, like, and stuff in finance. And, and like, he was, just, he was just in shock, Wally. Like, like, literally, he just paused in shock. He's like, everything you're saying to me right now? is completely the opposite of what we were taught in school. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, he's like, like, he's like, I'm not kidding you. Like, he's like, like my brain is really racking. Like, he's like, you mean to tell me that all that shit like is, is like wrong. I'm like hundred percent. I'm like, you got, you got to play cash flow. <laughs> you got to play cash flow, right? So Wally here is essentially has been playing cash flow in real life, right? We're in the topic of acquiring assets, but for everyone listening in, when you, when you're an aspiring entrepreneur, you're going to get to the point where when you start, making money per month you start hitting your goals you start getting that high income skill break 10k plus per month what the fuck do you do with your money right you don't want to be you don't want to be the person that's going to be stupid and go out and go fucking party and go blow it all right you want to start using that money to acquire other assets now what while let everybody know because because there's this whole misconception people people assume certain things are assets but they're not so tell everybody what is actually considered an asset uh, an asset is, it's really simple, very basic, but people mess it up all the time. An asset is something that generates you cash flow, like money, like positive revenue in your pocket a month. That, that's an asset, right? So a business yeah. can be an asset, right? But the most, the, the biggest misconception that people have, they, they're like, oh, I have a house. That's an asset. Uh, no, that's a liability. Um, it only costs you money. It doesn't make you money. So I have mm-hmm. so like, like, you know, and, and so that's just one basic thing that people mostly get, you know, like as, as a misconception, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but the basics level is yes, yeah, assets is something that generates you cash flow. <laughs> yeah, because, and on, on top of assets, too, you know, some people think like you can probably go and buy like, you know, maybe like a nice watch or like a fucking piece of jewelry or art or something from someone, right? And, you know, certain banks and stuff, they'll, they'll tell you and they'll, they'll consider that like, oh, yeah, that's an asset because it's worth something, right? But just realize that on actual, you know, financial sheet and documents, right, in the entrepreneurial word, world, just because you buy something and you think it's going to be worth more five years from now, you're like, oh, I acquired this asset. Hell yeah, it's going to be worth more money. This was smart to purchase. If it's not producing cash flow, like if it's not consistently putting money in your pocket, that's the easiest way to, to, to be smart with your money and realize like, okay, is this really an asset? You know, is this piece of art? that's sitting on my wall that I just spent a hundred thousand dollars on putting money in my pocket every month. The answer is no, it's not a fucking asset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a guarantee also that it's going to, it's going to, it's going to sell. Now, if I don't know how it'd be possible, but if you bought a piece of art and it was putting money into your pocket every month, then it's okay. If 10 years from now, if it's worth less than what it was when you bought it for, because it's still putting money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But, I agree with that. So it's interesting. So while I kind of want to hit off to you, why don't you kind of, you know, we, we've been really 
uh, just from playing cash flow and looking at the, you know, the different levels of asset creation, right? One thing that does come to mind is obviously real estate. Um, but like I just said, for people following us, right, there's different levels. We're at the level where we developed our high income skill, um, where we're at the point where we actually have money and we're starting to start acquiring assets. But even real estate is like kind of next level shit, right? I mean, we just, we, for those that just listen to our, our episode with Jason Capital, right? Jason Capital is like, fuck, what have I been doing? Like, I haven't been acquiring assets this whole time. And he's a level, he's way levels above us, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, me and Wally have been really kind of sit down and be like, okay, what in today's day and age for the level that we're at that's not real estate can we put money into to acquire assets? So why don't you share with them what you've been doing, what you found, because it, it, it's pretty interesting seeing the, the the side hustle and how you're taking money and putting it into different assets. So why don't you tell them that? Yeah, so I mean, so one of them is like the whole Shopify game, right? You know, drop shipping, that kind of stuff. So like, you know, there, there, there's – there's two schools of thought, right? You know, it's drop shipping is one. That's the first school of thought is okay. It, you know, it's for, uh, you know, it's a fluke, right? You know, maybe it's a seasonal kind of thing. It's really good during one time, really bad during others, which is probably true, right? There are some seasonal businesses. And then the other school of thought is that, is that, you know, products don't work all the time. You're always looking, always searching, right? So I agree with, so I agree with both those schools of thought. And I, I think what was really interesting is that, you know, um, a lot of the courses and stuff that I've taken, basically they, they focus a lot on, um, on, you know, doing the product research, right. Mm-hmm. right. I get it. Like doing the, like getting the trending work, that kind of stuff, like, like picking the product, building the store from scratch, that kind of stuff. Right. So what's all interesting is, as I kind of flipped the concept on his head, I went and found a, you know, so I found a store that was, you know, not like crazy expensive, relatively, you know, okay price. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I went and got a store, bought it. And so, but, but the cool thing, or the, the biggest, like the biggest thing about the store or the reason I bought that one in particular is because it was already generating cash flow, Right. Mm-hmm. So there was like, so even if when I, even though I acquired the store now and it's not generating cash flow currently because the marketing has been off for two months, that's fine. Um, but the fact that it, that the product is already proven that it can make sales. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that proved that that proved the concept, so that, that shortcutted me a little bit of time in my mind, right? So I acquired it. I, I bought it for like around eight hundred bucks. Um, but in my mind, I would have spent eight hundred bucks probably testing products, trying to figure one out. And so at least I found one that works, and I can just figure out how to sell that one better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So boom, right off the bat, right? This day and age, the you know the internet game has changed a lot of things, and once you once you start. Once you start developing the skills and how to do that, you can just start taking money, building out, you know, different stores. You can start building out different funnels. You can start spinning ads. You can test different products, different niches, and build them up, build them up into different revenue streams. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, fairly quickly, actually, uh, once you have that skill set. So it's really interesting how just the internet has really changed the game and, and being able to acquire and build assets very quickly. And then, of course, of course, right, the next level is going to be real estate once once you have like buku bucks set aside right just like in cash flow um mm-hmm. so why don't you tell them uh we won't tell them the domain name but this is pretty genius i love the i love the creativity why don't you share with them uh the idea that that you and your brother had that you're gonna start implementing um you know so basically you know we, we have a couple of ideas but it's just basically finding domains right i mean that's like an old game that's like that's an old game like, you know, people buy, bought domains all the time. 
like back in the day, whenever the dot com dot com boom, people were like, oh, I'm gonna pick up all these websites. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so that that's obviously a factor here. But but what we decided to do were, well, is just figure out like, um, you know, what are domain names that would be uh, that would be practical and applicable in, a, in today's time that people wouldn't have guessed like back then, whenever they were just picking up random domain names. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like like there are. <laughs> That's funny. I, I'm trying not to say the name of the domain. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'll just say it like this. We're, we're trying to like really simplify terms for people, right? So we're trying to just say buy this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something like that in the domain without giving away too many secrets. Yeah. <laughs> buy this thing. But it's just interesting because, what, what, you know, from a strategic standpoint, you know, we figured out that it, it's really important for us to um, – to like pick up a pick up assets, right? Mm-hmm. Or pick up things that could build into be assets because, you know, honestly that that's the mark of internet companies nowadays. It's like, it's like, you know, there are companies that do internet marketing for other people. And then there are, there are companies that do internet marketing, you know, with their own assets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that that's kind of where we're shifting is like, it's like we're, we're starting, we're, we're like doing less of, you know, internet marketing for other people and more focusing on like building assets that are ours. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of a weird way to think about it. Don't, don't, wouldn't you say like, you know, cause like people, they're always like, yeah, Facebook ads agency or like agency work. Right. But you, but that is a reality, right? You spend your time like building other people's assets. Um, and you never, and most, most times they don't focus on building one for themselves. So that's kind of where, that's kind of where we're, we're at that like switch. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, it's it's interesting too because you know we talk about we talk about like physical real estate being houses, but uh, today it seems like you know a lot of people don't realize that actually certain domain names is like almost like owning real estate, uh, especially for you know how it ranks in search terms, how it can be used. Um, you know, a good example of this is is anyone that follows Billy Jean is marketing. If you notice, um, he never uses like his Billy Jean um, agency. For a lot of his different products, his different services, his different funnels, he's always like, you know, like one of them was like fixmyads.com, right? Because he, he's related and selling course on helping with ads. So he could have just been like, you know, mm-hmm. billygeneismarketing.com forward slash fixmyads. No, he fucking <laughs> was smart. And when I saw his shit, I was like, I was like, oh, dude, so genius. Like, look at this domain name, fixmyads.com. Anyone ever goes and searches for anything related to f- fixing their ad? <laughs> Fix my ads. Yeah. yeah. Pops like, like, boom, like, like that's a genius real estate domain to own. And, and of course, you know, it helps you with search engine optimization, kind of having those keywords in the name alone that people don't realize. Um, and it really, you know, helps just kind of break down to the, the branding of whatever it is that you really want to do. Um, mm-hmm. which, which is pretty cool, you know, talking about branding with, with, you know, who, who your brother just met recently. That's, that's huge too. Uh, kind of ties into it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. You want to share that story? That was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. So, you know, my, my brother went over to digital marketer, um, the headquarters, which is in Austin and he, uh, actually met Ryan Dice as I was, like, hanging out with him. So that was pretty cool for him. Um, me, actually, I don't know much about Ryan Dice. I'm sorry. Like I have not, that, that is something I have not consumed a lot of his content. Apparently I would like him. That's what I've heard. But I, but I'll be honest. I don't know much about him. Um, one old school, but yeah, old school, so the old schools, bro. Like, like everyone in this age knows Brunson, but Brun- people don't know is people like Brunson were following Ryan Dice. 
Ah. He's, he's uh, you know, the, one of the first OGs, the digital marketer, right? Yeah, I, I like it. He's got a couple of good things. Like, you know, he's, you know, they're, they're so confident in their work. They're like, they're, it's kind of funny. It's like when they sell you something, it's like, no, no, this works. Like, it's not like, well, there is no like, will this work for me? They're like, no, no, no this works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's a different kind of sell. It's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And so we just kind of wanted to share that with everyone now, just just so if they're, you know, coming to an aspiring entrepreneur, teeter-tottering, um, wanting to know if you're in the, if you're at the point where you actually have cash flow coming in, right? If you're not, if you're not, <laughs> don't, don't, you know, don't get stressed out over all the shit we're saying. <laughs> Focus on just getting your first revenue stream, right? Um, scaling it up. And then I highly recommend everyone go to uh, uh, Cashflow. Actually, you know, you know, really cool. We have a, a little messenger um, Facebook chat for people that, that play if they ever want to come and join. It's a lot of fun. I don't know how many maximum you can have into the game, but um, if you join their Facebook group, Leads Closing Sales, just go to Facebook, types Leads Closing Sales, join the group. It's our free group where we kind of do live streams and teach shit related to, you guessed it, Leads Closing and Sales. Um <laughs> Go post in the group and just say, "Hey guys, I wanna, um, I wanna play cash flow with you guys." And then, um, you know, we'll maybe we'll add you to the group or we'll get some games going. I think that'd be really cool. But uh, essentially, you just you just go to Google, type in "Rich Dad uh, Cash Flow Game," and you sign up on the Rich Dad website. It's free, and then you can uh, start to try and play in the game. But guys, everything that's implemented in the game, you can actually do and play in real life. And if you play it in real life, guess what? Just like in the game, you make a fuck ton of money. <laughs> in, in a nutshell right um but it's just so interesting how it's it's this whole like shift of of like how different it is compared to real life and really trying to escape the rat race is a bitch it's a bitch in the game and like i just know like it's like way more of a bitch in real life because you have to actually go go around the turns in time you know you know in the game you're just rolling a dice and moving but in real life you're like fuck i really have to I have to put in all the time, this effort to get this this money, get this cash flow, and then once you get that money, right, you have to spend more time getting it and acquiring it, and you're just like, "Fuck! I wish I could just roll the dice <laughs> and get a and get mm-hmm. a payday, right?" Um, but, yep, I agree. With but that. I think that's important. It's important to to say this, and it's important to share with with people because um, if you're, you know, if you're listening, if you're listening to this, like, right, you you want to make money, you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to be successful, um, but what you don't know is behind the scenes. Um, it, it takes acquiring assets, which really cool, cool story. Just saw, um, I believe it was on Joe Rogan's show. He just interviewed um, Kevin Hart, and you know mm-hmm. Kevin Hart is is kind of getting really known in, in the entrepreneurial space. Smart fucking dude, like the dude knows his shit big time. Uh, doing really big deals behind the scenes, but one of the things he talked about was like that that I liked and that I thought about cash flow Wally was he talked about like real estate and shit and he's like joe's like oh yeah that's cool so how long do you hold it for when do you sell it and then uh kevin looked at him and he's like i i don't and he's like you don't you don't ever sell it he's like nah man i hold on to that shit forever <laughs> he's like because mm-hmm. you know because i i could tell he was thinking cash flow right and he was like no i don't i don't he's like i never sell them i i acquire a shit ton of properties and i hold on to them right so that just kind of mm-hmm. perked up he's like fuck man he's really smart i know he's he's just building more cash flow but he wants to he, – he's partnering with some some big brands, and um, 
he wants to educate the younger demographic and stuff in the communities that he used to go to because he's like no one he's like bro no one taught me this shit he's like no one teaches this no one talks about it like no one knows what the fuck like like assets and all this shit like what the fuck does that even mean right he's like no one you know you know he's like he's like where i grew up it was like you know you get your fucking bling you get your money you go and you buy dumb shit (laughs) and (laughs) that's all you know and you you fucking show it off right because that's it like but and he wants he wants to change that he wants to educate people um which i thought was really cool that he's he's leaning behind that but yeah do you have anything to to add or, or to end on no, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things where it, it's just shifting the whole mindset, right? Because the only way that you're actually going to, like, like get, like, resi- like the, the whole thing, like, quote-unquote residual income, right? You have to acquire assets of some kind. You have to figure out what it is. And so, like, you know, what we figured out on our end was that, you know, real estate is a big buy right now. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, to, to you know, you, you're looking at a significant amount down a, amount of capital to get into a good real estate deal, mm-hmm. right? Um, now there are ways you can apparently you can do it with no money down, whatever. I don't know all those strategies, so so I can't say anything in particular. But um, what I will say is that you know, from my family owning real estate, I know that it does cost a little money for maintenance and that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, that's kind of that's the biggest that's the biggest cost. And so like even for me right now, even if I could get a real estate deal like that, like. I, I don't think I could support the maintenance costs because that's a little too high for me. So picking up these other things that, that can generate like, like cash flow at a smaller rate, but can like help me like build there is like really important, you know? <laughs> no, definitely. And I think what's cool about it is if, if, you know, you just acquired this store, right. With uh, Shopify, um, if you really master this and, and it starts, you know, I don't, even if you scaled it up to like an extra thousand bucks a month, right. And like, like pure profit, mm-hmm. Um, what, what Robert Kiyosaki talked about and said, poor dad that he should always do is anytime him or his wife needed something new, like a new, a different car, like the old car was like no good and they needed to get a new one. He would never, he would never dip into his current income or assets. He would, he would purchase an asset and the monthly income stream from that would pay for the vehicle. So if you get really good at this, technically you could be like, oh fuck, I want a new car. And then you can go to a dealership and be like, hey, how much would it be to lease this per month or to finance this, right? And let's say they're like, oh, 500 bucks a month. Okay, cool. You just go buy a fucking Shopify store, do the same thing. It's it's generates 500 bucks a month. That money goes towards paying for your car. And then now like your asset is covering your new vehicle mm-hmm. and it's rolled into it, right? So you get really, mm-hmm. you get really good at the yep. Shopify game, bro. Like you could totally do crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the plan. So that is the plan. Yeah, guys. So just obviously everything we're talking about with cars, you know, different skills. Um, if you're wondering if you're, if you're, you're probably like, what the fuck is Shopify? It's, it's just a selling platform. Google it, you know, re- really simple. Um, we're not saying to go and um, don't, don't go and fucking, if you're working nine to five right now and you have no skills whatsoever, I'm not saying go and Google everything about Shopify, start spending thousands of dollars on all these courses and all this other shit. Like, just get some money first. Get one kind of skill. If you want it to be Shopify, great. Whatever. Build it up. Once you get money, then you can start worrying about acquiring other assets. But make sure you're on your feet first. Don't don't just start going into you know enormous amounts of debt just to try to acquire assets with zero skills. That's how you get your fucking self in trouble. I can I can attest to that. Wally can too. <laughs> yep. no, no skills. It's hard to get assets. Let's put that. Get the skills first, then focus on assets. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now too. I'm like, I'm like, all right, like, 
you know, um, I, I love my clients. I love all that stuff, right? You know, I, you know, I love working with them. But on one hand, though, I, I like I like the the store. Of, I mean, I like the idea of acquiring stores because that's a controllable asset of mine. You know, I mean, I can like control that piece of my income mm-hmm. um, versus having like you know, with like client work. It's like, yeah, you can you can have them, but they could they could leave. It doesn't like you know what I mean. Like it, it's business. So like as far as like client acquisition wise, if you don't ever want to have to go back and out and get more clients, mm-hmm. then I would then then acquiring assets is your better bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So, um, yeah, guys, so it's good to be back. Good to have Wally back here. Um, I know he's gonna be traveling again this weekend, but you know, be on the lookout for more episodes to come really excited to keep, uh, you know, throwing the value bombs out there over the podcast, as well as in the leads, closing sales, Facebook group. Of course, as always, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram. You know, Wally's always posting some cool shit on his stories of his travel life and some mm-hmm. new, 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 new kind of travel hacks he has going on. This dude's becoming a little uh, ha- travel hacking expert over here. Again, it's fun. Again, Wally, the the man, the man, the Asian of many talents. <laughs> Wally Win, I love it. <laughs> But tune in the episodes, guys. If you have any questions, reach out to us in the group. Send us some DMs on Instagram, and we will see you guys on the next episode of the Knowledge Boner Experience.